Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with the wheat headlines for this week, well, prices are at lifetime highs, export restrictions and bans apply, and the USDA report of minor significance. Prices rocketed to lifetime highs as the trade digested the implications of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The Seabot old crop wheat contract was locked up the daily limits as shorts scrambled to get out. Physical and futures markets became dislocated as the market struggled to ascertain fair value. Consumers who had already been existing hand-to-mouth were paralysed by the price increases, whilst producers stood back fearing a repeat of last season when they sold too much too early. The question now is how high is high? We are in an unfortunate and unprecedented times, and as an example of how far the market's moved, Algeria paid $485 yesterday, which is $140 more than it did on the 17th of February. This was thought to be predominantly French wheat, which had been excluded from recent tenders following Algeria's political spat with France. Other international tenders were launched and subsequently cancelled, due not only to price, but also to the lack of offers. There has been a spate of export restrictions and bans announced as countries move to protect their domestic stock levels. Hungary and Bulgaria were amongst those, although this would appear to be in breach of their EU membership. Ukraine appears to have closed the door on any further exports and one can only speculate on prospects for their wheat harvest and new crop maize plantings given the lack of manpower, fuel, fertiliser and the devastation to their infrastructure. Russia announced an export ban on unspecified raw materials for the rest of 2022 and whilst wheat wasn't specifically mentioned, they stated that domestic supplies should be prioritised for bread. There are also fears that food shortages could lead to a repeat of the Arab Spring in 2010-11 when there were massive anti-government protests in North Africa and the Middle East. Old crop exports from Russia and Ukraine will slow significantly, shifting demand to other origins to make up the shortfall. The USDA's answer to this was to reduce Russian and Ukrainian exports by 7 million metric tonnes combined, which is not enough, and increase Australian and Indian exports by 3.5 million tonnes, whilst also reducing global demand by 1 million tonnes and increasing Russian and Ukrainian end stocks. They left EU exports at 37.5 million metric tonnes, which will be a challenge having only shipped 20 million tonnes to date. And they reduced US exports marginally, which implies they don't expect to pick up additional demand, which seems unlikely. The next question will be, how does the market address the increasing possibility of a large reduction in new crop Russian-Ukrainian wheat availability July onwards? There is also the question of what replaces the 15 million tonnes of unshipped Ukrainian old crop maize, which the USDA reduced by just 6 million tonnes. The most likely beneficiary would be US maize, which the USDA raised by a token 2 million tonnes. This could come back to haunt them if reports of Chinese buying of US maize in recent days proves correct. In the meantime, the EU is trying to fast-track GM maize imports from both the US and Argentina, with reports that some EU members, Spain being one, will run out of maize within the next four to six weeks. The argument for higher prices from a fundamental standpoint still exists, but sentiment and momentum need to be respected in these fast-moving markets. On to malting barley, exports are playing catch-up and there's good progress on planting. 
Firstly, Malting Barley Crop 2021. We're busy executing malting barley exports from our southern ports as we catch up with the recent delays to shipping caused by the stormy weather and restrictions imposed as a result of the Russian-Ukrainian conflict. Seagoing freight and domestic logistics have all been further affected with a lack of haulage due to some areas and further rate increases. The malting premium has been squeezed by feed barley increasing in spot value with only modest improvements in malting prices as most maltsters and brewers are now covered for old crop barley and malt. And malting barley 2022, well, unlike the old crop prices, new crop values have moved up with the increasing wheat market and are even more historically attractive, although they are still at a large discount to the theoretical old crop market. UK plantings have moved ahead in the past week, particularly in the eastern and western parts of the country. With longer hours of daylight and drying winds, growers in most areas are making good progress. In many cases, first sales are now being made at unexpectedly high values. The whole grain market remains very volatile and is subject to sudden change because of the Russian-Ukrainian situation, so locking in potential high margins upon a portion of your planted crop should be considered. Please contact your local open field farm business manager for the marketing options available. On to oilseed rape. This week's headlines, the USDA has become less relevant for now. Russia threatens global grain production and palm oil prices rise by over 50% in 2022. Yesterday's USDA report is still being digested by the trade. However, it was immediately noted that US stock estimates have not reduced by as much as private estimates. It will take time for the full report to be absorbed, but that said, the Russia-Ukraine conflict is currently much more relevant to global commodity prices as this report becomes less relevant for now. The global food crisis sparked by Russia's invasion of Ukraine escalated on Wednesday as Indonesia tightened curbs on palm oil exports, adding to a growing list of key producing countries seeking to keep vital food supplies within their borders. The conflict in Ukraine is threatening global grain production, the supply of edible oils and fertiliser exports, sending basic commodity prices rocketing and mirroring the crisis in energy markets. Palm oil is the world's most widely used vegetable oil and it's used in the manufacture of many products including biscuits, margarine, laundry detergents and chocolate. The conflict has not only disrupted shipments from the Black Sea region but is also jeopardising prospects for harvests as fertiliser prices soar and supplies shrink in response to a sharp rise in the cost of natural gas, a key component in the manufacturing process for many products. Tweets and emails have been circulating claiming that Putin signed a ban on exports of raw materials, with no definition as to which, to last until the end of December 2022. As yet, there isn't any confirmation about this, but market reaction was immediate. We've certainly heard from sources inside Russia that major cities are limiting the sales in shops of prime necessities, notably flour and veg oils. Prices are soaring amidst the collapse in the ruble and ordinary Russians are now struggling to afford basic food and necessities. If the rumours are true, we can only hope that this leads to the Russian population rising to say enough is enough. The Russian tanks and missiles besieging Ukraine are also threatening the food supply and livelihoods of people as far away as Africa and Asia, who rely on the vast fertile farmlands of the Black Sea region, sometimes called the breadbasket of Europe. Ukrainian farmers have been forced to neglect their fields as millions flee, fight or try to stay alive. Ports that send wheat and other food staples worldwide to be made into bread, noodles and animal feed are shut down. 
and there are worries that Russia, another agricultural powerhouse, could have its grain exports upended by Western sanctions. Russia and Ukraine combined for nearly a third of the world's wheat and barley exports. Ukraine also is a major supplier of corn and the global leader in sunflower oil used in food processing. The war could reduce food supplies just when prices are at their highest level since 2011. EU rape oil was quoted between 15 and 30 euros per tonne higher, tracking gains in rapeseed futures and because of good consumer demand, and palm oil prices have risen by more than 50% this year. EU soybean imports in the 2021-22 season that started in July had reached 9.27 million tonnes by March the 6th, compared with 10.07 million tonnes by the same week in 2020-21. Data published by the European Commission on Wednesday showed EU rapeseed imports so far in 2021-22 had reached 3.54 million tonnes, compared with 4.67 million tonnes a year earlier. Finally, another reminder that our £5 storage contract for Crop 2022 Harvest Movement is still available. The offer is designed to provide growers with the opportunity to market their oilseed rape at a higher level than has been achievable during the harvest window and provides a cost-effective way of extending marketing opportunities beyond the harvest window for those where movement is key to their business. Benefits include guaranteed harvest movement, competitive rent, drying and dressing rates, extensive national storage network, it frees up on-farm storage for alternative uses and extends the marketing season, increasing the chances of favourable market moves and avoids harvest price pressure. There's no costly rejections for out-of-spec moisture and admix and advance payments are available to aid cash flow requirements at competitive rates. For more information about our £5 storage contract or to get up-to-date prices and information about marketing opportunities, please speak with your local open field farm business manager. And finally, the Grain and Pulses price indicator, just one price available this week for oilseed rape for May, 725 to £730x. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.